What's up, everybody? Josh and Jay back with the America is Blue podcast. The misery continues. Uh, change of manager, not a change in form or results. Uh, I'm trying to do this with a smile on my face. I don't know how much longer I can I can keep this up, but I've definitely just resigned myself to the fact that the over-under on us scoring goals the rest of the season is one. So let's get right into it, Jay. Let's give you the first word on what happened today at a calamitous performance at Molyneux. Highly disappointing, man. Um, I really thought. I, I wasn't expecting us to come out gangbusters and automatically figure out the right combination of things, but I was really expecting us to come out with high energy, just reinvigorated, and it was just the same cast of characters. A couple of surprises, but the same cast of characters just going out there and laying an egg. Um, this was I text you before the game. This was the most excited I had been for a Chelsea game since the beginning of the season. The entire Grand Potter era, I can't say that I was especially excited for any single one of those games. And it's been months now of going in almost like nibbling on fingernails, trying to figure out, it's like, oh man, are we going to show up? Like, what the hell are we even throwing out there? And uh, this this was really, really disappointing. I mean, we didn't even produce a- any real clear-cut chances. It seemed like we almost disinterested. It's like, I, I feel like we're almost being clowned at, at, to, to a certain extent now, where we were just bungling every pass. A- anytime we were getting into a dangerous situation, there just seemed like there was no hope whatsoever. No belief. Uh, there's, there's no one who just wants to, again, just completely assert themselves and say, I got to take over with a moment of brilliance. Everybody is just hacking and whacking to use the great Clyde Frazier's expression. It's just, we can't get anything solid. We can't get anything crisp. We'll get some well-worked combinations and create some openings and a couple of danger balls into the middle, but no one's there to finish it off. No one's there to get ahead or a flick on or something. It's just unbelievable how anemic our offensive fortitude is right now. We just cannot score. We can't even produce chances. Yeah. So, <laughs> with that, what is your what is your word for the game? Give me your word. Anemic. Like that, that, Anemic. I just said, that just like our, our our offense is just. I mean, it is sickly. It is. It is a shell of itself. We've. I mean, we've gone through poor goal scoring form before. I mean, it's not something that we're not used to. Uh, but this is borderline ridiculous. It's, it, it, it's it, like I said, it almost feels like I'm watching an episode of Punked every time we suit up because it's like, who are these guys? What the hell is going on out there? And, and it's not just, you know, it'd be one thing if we had a really shitty squad, if the talent level wasn't up to it. We've got tremendous talent on every line of this squad. Their confidence, with what's happened over the course of this year, their confidence level, individually and far worse collectively, is about as low as it can be. And you're right. It's like you'll see a a couple of good interchanges. You'll see a couple of good moments. But then there's always something that breaks down. Or, again, wrong decision-making because somebody doesn't understand where somebody else is going. And it it, it was shocking today. I mean, I'd say – I have I have nothing bad to say about Kepa today. The goal was ridiculous, so there was nothing he could have done to stop that. He did everything else he needed to do, which wasn't a lot. 
I thought the back line shifting to a back four, I thought they held up fairly well, even though the level of competition wasn't high. Back four, no complaints. And then all the problems began. Our midfield was atrocious. Atrocious. I'm not going to pin it on Enzo. I just feel like he got neutered. Kova had a bizarre, I mean, horrible game. Not good. This is not, not this is not Mateo Kovacic. He was horrible. Giving the ball up left and right. My best friend, Connor Gallagher, continues to just suck. He's just, the quicker we just get rid of him, the better. He's never going to be good. He may be okay. He may be serviceable for a traditional mid-level club. Not, you know, we are mid-table, but that's where he's serviceable. He should not be on this team. The guy absolutely sucks. And then up front, Kai and Raheem were both abysmal. Abysmal. And when I I kept on seeing my two best friends, Kai Havertz and Connor Gallagher, occupying the same space. And I was just wondering, I'm like, how in the world is anything positive going to come out of these two assholes occupying the same area of the field? And every single time we were proved right that nothing got done. Jao Felix, I know you don't like him. I feel like he's the only one that actually brings some creativity to the table on a regular basis, is not afraid to pull the trigger, whether it's advised or not, but at least the guy is trying. There's just, there's nothing else around him. And even him at times, again, it's just not quite there. So when you take, you're playing a four, three, three and five of your six guys who should be responsible for providing attacking prowess between the midfield and your forward line are absolute dog shit. This is what happens. I mean, you you summed it up pretty well. It's just, Really unfortunate that we we keep – feels like we're piling on him a little bit, but Kai Havertz is just not cutting it. Everybody knows that he's not a number nine. Everybody knows that he's better suited in a more a deeper-lying playmaking role. If we decided to move him back, I, I wouldn't hate it. It's not that I'm, I'm angry that he's on the pitch. It's just he underwhelms when he's the tip of the spear. He just can't – we can't do this anymore. It's so disappointing and just so frustrating because it seems like he doesn't want to be there either. And Raheem looks lost, like clueless. And and there were, there were poor touches all over the place. Like you said, Kova had completely uncharacteristic giveaways. Kukurea numerous times taking these heavy touches, getting driven on and not creating the right space. I mean, it was, it just seemed to be one half step off the pace all over the place and not showing the requisite crispness, composure, and finishing ability that you need to have in the Premier League. And no one is up to that standard right now. Nobody is. I mean, I mean, dude, I'm, I'm happy to pile on Kai because I just, I don't. We've been, dude, we've been saying the same thing. He'll have like a decent game here, and then we kind of give him a reprieve. We're like, all right, Kai, like we need a little bit more of this. Like, all right, so let's start get this thing moving. But dude, it's been the whole season where you remember at the beginning of the year, I was like, I don't know if this guy's not getting laid. He's got trouble at home. He's been this lethargic, just mess out there. There's no fire in his belly. There's none. He's literally standing around. He's never making. I mean, rarely is making the right decision. Rarely is making the right run. And we're starting to see some of the other guys on the field, the more talented players, in my estimation, that are just, they continually are screaming at the guys on the front line. 
I saw it from Chilwell multiple times today. I saw it from Enzo multiple times today where they're just getting frustrated. Like, guys, you've been playing this game since you're probably five years old. Like, how the fuck aren't you doing this? How are you not seeing it? And I think a lot of this is just attributed to, like, everything goes wrong when your confidence is shot. And this is where we're at. I mean, I, I, maybe there are a handful of guys on this team. Some of the defenders, like Fafana, I thought looked great today. Um, Enzo, I think those guys feel confident. Like they know what they're doing. They're decisive. They're 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 managing their roles well. There's just no one out around them to support them. And there's a handful of these guys that get sprinkled in who are doing their job, doing it at a high level, and then wondering where the hell everybody else is. And this was the hope, right? It's like you hope that you get Frank Lampard in, somebody who's maybe a little bit more relatable with the players, somebody that the players can look up to because he's an all-time great in this game. And if we can just start to get our confidence back by the end of the season, that's a win, and then we can just hang this one up, get ready for next year. I mean, that's the best we can hope for. I expected a lot more effort. I expected a much higher sense of urgency. I really did. I, I thought that was the one thing that Frank would squeeze out of the towel. Whereas I, I was thinking to myself, you know, these guys are definitely going to put in a shift. There's no way they're not going to be busting ass all over the place. And we didn't get that. That's the most disappointing aspect of this. It's not not getting shut out. It just didn't seem like the effort was there. It didn't seem like the emotion was there. I thought we were going to see a very visceral reaction, at least to you know at the very beginning uh, you know, to the appointment and, you know, we're, we're not getting it. There's just, there's just not a whole lot to say, man. We we got Real Madrid coming up midweek and what the hell are they going to do to us? Uh, they, they, yeah, like, these two teams could not be on further opposite polar ends uh, of the spectrum as far as confidence and form. We are on opposite ends. The one thing I am going to ding Frank on, I have no problem with the lineup. I mean, listen, it's his call after two days of being exposed to these guys to figure out what he wants to put out there, who he thinks is fit and ready, and how he wants to manage minutes for a a very, very big game on Tuesday. I don't care about that. What I do care about is after what we saw from some of these guys in the first Ah, half. Quicker subs. Why why you sit... Yeah, why do you send these guys out there after halftime maintaining the exact same shape where Wolves were just dominating us in the middle of the field. We couldn't get the ball up. And then when we did get it up, there wasn't enough reinforcements and enough bodies pressing into the box to actually finish off a pass. So something had to be changed. He eventually got around to it, but that started like at what, like the 60, 60th 60 minute? minute? Yeah, Pooley came on about uh, about 60. Um, and yeah, it's just, and then guys are, are just trying to make too much happen on their own or just not getting support. I, yeah. I mean, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was very, very difficult and it is, it's, it's hard to watch because I'm sitting there and we texted, uh, you know, texted during the game and I just had no confidence that we were going to score. I mean, I knew we were going to get shut out again. Um, I had no feelings of positivity. And then even on corners, usually we've been pretty effective on set pieces in the, in the recent past. And it's just so disappointing to not, be finishing or creating chances it's it's just so frustrating yeah this is a really shitty game um how connor got 90 minutes out of this one i have no idea i couldn't i can't imagine like there's no i don't think there's ever been a chelsea player that gets under my skin more than connor you it's incredible 
It's incredible. I can't help myself. I, I will be so happy the day that we get rid of him. I'll be happier that day than the day when I heard that Graham Potter got sacked. He's just a, he's just a trash basket. He's a trash basket. I can't stand He is guy. pretty terrible. You know what it is, man? It's, it's time to look ahead and start praying that we make it through Wednesday night. Because Wednesday is the only thing that matters. I mean, we... We are not winning a Premier League game, but leave it to Chelsea to pull something out of the you know out of the hat and, and actually show up and and maybe do some damage there. I don't have a lot of confidence that that's the place to start, but that's where it's going to have to start because if we're going to get off the Schneid and actually put one past the keeper, we're going to have to put one past Thibaut Courtois. Yeah, oh, dude. All I'm hoping for out of that game is for them to keep it close. If we can keep it to like two nil or better against Real Madrid, that I think that's a huge win for us because it at least buys us a little bit more time to try to get our shit together for the return leg at the bridge. If this thing, dude, if they come out here and put like three or four on us, like they're, they're, there's yeah, no. It's not- but if they can just find a way to just, just dude, channel, channel your inner Jose Mourinho, park the damn bus for the entire 90 minutes, throw everybody in the box, and just try to come away with only giving up a goal uh. Ugly, I don't Inspirational care. football. Dude, strategically, that's kind of what we have 100%. to do. We can't score, so why the hell would you disagree. stretch the field? Just I don't disagree. And just hurt people, take legs out, yellow cards. I want about like 12 yellow leg. cards. Yeah, everybody. everybody. And I mean, they have a true number nine, Kareem Benzema. He's pretty good. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. So I think he's coming off a of two hot trade. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's all right. He's, he's, he's doing all right. He's, he's, he's doing okay. all right. Um, so yeah, man, that's what we got. Look, I'm not doing I'm not doing a man of the match, which is as always brought to you by All Out Fitness because you know until we win, I'll give it to one guy. Do it. I'll give it to one guy. I'll give it to Wesley Fafana. I'm more and more impressed with Wesley Fafana every time I see him. As long as this dude can stay healthy, he's a lockdown guy for one of our center back positions, regardless of whether we're playing three in the back or we're playing four in the back. I thought he was great today. He's probably the only guy on the field. Who, well, Koulibaly was good, too. But he was the only guy who I thought shined out of the entire lot. So I'm going to give it to Yeah, Wes. I mean, I don't I don't hate that. Um, I just I can't I can't muster up the intestinal the intestinal fortitude to be able to, to do this. But look, man, it's always great doing this with you. We're going to have to break something else down once we uh, get through. Hopefully is a safe landing on Wednesday uh, at the Bernabeu. Um, we'll all have our, our fingers crossed, man. We're going to have to get through this together. Better times are ahead because they can't get No, we, we, we haven't, hopefully we haven't found the bottom yet. Or wait a minute, excuse me. Hopefully we've found the bottom. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, hopefully this is the bottom. Hopefully this is ground zero. We, we can start, uh-huh. uh, lifting off again. But, uh, until then we appreciate all the likes, the subscriptions, all the feedback on, uh, all the streaming platforms. Hit us up on Instagram. Visit americaisblue.com anytime you need some additional content. We'll look forward to get back with you uh, midweek after Real. Until then, America is Blue. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Jay.